There are two wolves inside you. One is James Acaster interviewing Richard Iowati. The other is Richard Iowati threatening James Acaster with two handfuls of eggs. Welcome to GeekCast Live. It's a trap! Welcome to the GeekCast Live podcast. This is episode 373. I'm your host, Cartoon Joe, and with me, as always, Rob Bass. And it's us. It's just us. This is That's it. It's just, it's just us. It's, it's just two guys. It's just, it's just two brothers. It's just two brothers. <laughs> How you doing? How you been? I'm, I'm fine. How have you been? Oh, uh surviving in this ever increasingly post-apocalyptic world that we live in but it is indeed post-normal times it is and it's indeed but yeah no other than that doing doing well uh let's see um i don't think that i've done nothing i've done nothing i've done nothing and it's great, great. it is weird <sighs> uh let's see i think there was a there was a new stellaris update uh, for that big space 4x grand strategy game that I like to play. Ooh, so yeah. I've been I've been pretty well balls deep into that. Uh, I think that update dropped. Uh, I guess it was like a week ago or something. I thought it was not for like another couple of weeks or maybe a month, but oh dang. Uh, uh yeah, yes. Yeah, so that's been that's been a lot of fun diving I, back uh, into that. And... I saw that Stellaris is now available on the PlayStation Four. It is. It is. And, it's available. And presumably five, but yeah, yeah, it's available on uh, a number of consoles at this point. At the very least, both PlayStation and Xbox. Uh, I gotta be honest. I didn't know I was gonna ask this. What? Uh, what is your opinion of games like that on a on a console? So, in theory, I think that they're fine. I think that it's a great way to broaden their uh, audience and sure. get get those games out to people who wouldn't normally play them and the reason why people wouldn't normally play them is because playing any kind of game like civilization on a console sucks dick i would think so I it's awful think. it's awful yeah okay. well, it's it's uh uh and, and i think that they've specifically with paradox and stars paradox interactive being the studio that makes Stellaris and Hearts of Iron and a bunch of other incredible, really involved 4X games like that. Um, they've really improved their UI, from what I understand, because whenever it was initially released, it was basically like a ported version of the computer game. Right. Which, again, would be fine, but there's just so much micromanaging that you have to do, and there's so many different, like, stars that you have to navigate to to get into the micro of each star system, planets, and there's just so much going on. So the trying to micromanage all of that just on a controller with a limited amount of buttons, because at least, like, you're not using all of the buttons, but you can hotkey things all over your, right. on your com- uh, computer, so it makes it much, much quicker. Or that makes more sense. Quick, but yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking. I, great idea. Reason, I'm sure that's fine, but yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm sure it works in practice better for other games that are ported over. Mm-hmm. But uh, as we record, I believe Diablo 2 uh, was resurrected onto PlayStation. 
Oh, yeah. It's a shame Blizzard fucking... Yeah, it's a, it's a shame Blizzard... I was yeah. really, like, I was super hyped for I was for that. super I mean... hyped for it. And I was just looking in the PlayStation store, and you can get, like, all of Diablo 3 and the 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 remade Diablo 2 for, like, 60 bucks. Yeah, that's that's not a bad price. I mean, no, it's a, it's a great price. what you would be paying for a brand new game. So you're paying what five dollars for Diablo three at this point, maybe another yeah. three to five dollars for the Necromancer, basically. And, and, it's, and of course, it's on sale because it's like the, the launch price. So, yeah, yeah, you know, it's so, like 20 bucks, but still, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, but if only Blizzard didn't wasn't horrible, yeah, exactly. I mean, because I I really wanted to play that again. Me too. Uh, it's been a long time since I've delved through Diablo 2. I know that you're also a huge fan of it. And Yeah, uh, I played it back when computers came in one color. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was beige, and that yeah. was that was strictly it. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, no, I I I want to I I would love to get back into that, but I don't I don't know what Blizzard could possibly do to get my money again. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I could probably find a good torrent of it. <laughs> Surely right? that exists. Absolutely. Ooh, yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I was just curious. I was just like, I was thinking about that today. Like, would this even play well? Yeah. Um. And it would I'm probably sh- be fine because you you have your attack button and then your magic button and your potion button, and then yeah. it'd be like playing. I mean, when I first played Baldur's Gate, I didn't play it on PC. I played it on PS1. Yeah, yeah. You know, Uh, I imagine it'd be virtually identical. Yeah. Um, But. I'm sure that it's, uh, at the the very least, for Stellaris, definitely worth checking out. If Diablo 2 ever becomes free or something, I don't know. I haven't been on my Xbox lately, so I don't know if it's on the store. I might consider downloading it, but. Right. Yeah, if if it revolves in, involves me giving any money to Blizzard, I'm probably gonna end up passing. Yeah, sucks to suck. It Shame. does. <laughs> it does. But I don't yeah. know. Or or if if the PlayStation Network ever decides like, hey, there's like thirty million people who would pay us a hundred dollars a year to have both PS Plus and PS Now. Maybe yeah. we should offer that. What is is, is PS Now their um. PS Now is game their, uh, yeah, it's their their uh, uh, game streaming service. Okay. Yeah, yeah, where you don't have to you don't have to buy anything, but for ten dollars a month, you get access to everything. Yeah, uh, which is or, you know almost great everything. great model in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rotating, it's fantastic. Rot- rotating fucking game game selection, and presumably as long as you're paying this subscription, if you've downloaded it, you've got access to it. Yeah, the great, downside great is, is that, as far as I know, you can't then take those games and play them online unless you also have PS Plus. That's a shame, because uh, <laughs> if it works out that way, that is that is a real shame, because with um, with um, Xbox, Xbox kind of bundles it all together. If you're buying the Game Pass, you can you, you yeah. get bits. That would make sense. Yeah. So, But I, the fun, the stupid thing is that I was sitting there thinking, like, you know, if it was only like $120 bundled together, I would do it. And then I was like, no, I wouldn't, because they're already both $60 on their own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is how I came up with 100 If it was ninety nine ninety nine a year, I would, I would do it. But Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. One of these days, I'll stop being lazy about it and just go find discounts somewhere. Because so, they, they routinely go on sale. I don't... Oh, yeah, fine. yeah. Fine. And 
I don't know because I, I I know that they do have you know a lot of great rotating sales on the those stores, but uh, if you're ever doing any gaming on PC, there are all sorts of incredible incredible places to get um, just absolute steals. Um, True. Through Steam through GOG, um, through platforms that you would normally, in theory, be buying your games through at the very least to to be playing on the PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, yeah, they're they're stellar, but. Um, True that. But yeah, yeah. Nice. Very nice. I never got into the habit of playing uh, on the computer, really. Yeah, I uh, I like it. It's it's very I, it, good. It seems nice. <laughs> it seems nice. I I I just have never really done it. And yeah. uh, it's it's I'm not afraid of it, but I am a little intimidated, if I'm being yeah. completely honest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at, at the very least, there is uh, like an initial specs hurdle that you have to um, get over. Overcome. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Like you have to, you know, and and that can cost you know a, a decent amount of money. You're going to be spending at least a thousand dollars for a decent laptop or rig. Um, and if you're buying, you know, if you're spending a thousand dollars at that point in time, and you're really wanting to game, you might as well just buckle down and pay a little bit more and get a tower so right but yeah or uh or if you're if you're a real dickhead like me Mm -hmm. uh any any m1 mac will also play just about any computer game because you can get steam yeah yeah so but i mean i don't have an m1 mac but it's like it's my next big computer purchase i think yeah so by the time I actually finally pull the trigger, it'll probably be the M2 or the M2X. But naturally, yeah. Well, yeah. well I got to get that'll probably be at least what six months from now. <laughs> I got to get at least a full ten years out of the out of my desktop Mac that I bought in twenty uh, late twenty thirteen. Yeah, you're getting so close. I'm getting close. I'm getting close. Getting so I'm close. I'm I'm pissed that they dropped support for it uh, about a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. Although then they restored it. Oh, it's weird. Apple's been weird lately. Not yeah. in a bad way. I, I like that they're stretching out the, the length of the age of their products. Uh, as it's a good move for them. I'm glad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a good um, move for everybody. Yeah, it's a great move for everybody. I really like that that stuff lasts longer again, although it'll be nice when it lasts like decades instead of one decade. Um, although, although, honestly, one decade would be nice for everything that's not a computer. I would, I would but, agree with that. <laughs> but I digress. Uh, I don't love that everything's going to a software subscription model where you don't own anything anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't love that. I don't think that's going to go away. Seems, seems bad. No, I don't yeah. think it is either. And for lots of it, it seems fine. I, I don't need access to like a fitness app for the rest of my life. Yeah. I'm sure at some point I'll be getting plenty of cardio running from like whatever fascists come from me or whatever. Right. But... <laughs> or the, you know, cannibal mutants. Yeah. Right. You know, but yeah. 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 Anyway, I digress. Speaking Zombies. of cannibal mutants. Uh, yes. Hello. It is time for the do review now. <laughs> you sent me some, a pretty, pretty interesting podcast to check out. Why don't you, uh, Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so the podcast is, uh, well, there's your problem. And uh, it's, it's basically a civil engineering prog- uh, uh, podcast where 
they take a disaster that has happened uh, typically in the 20th century, although they do cover some things in the 19th century. And I did notice at least one video uh, that was like ancient Rome based on the picture, based on the thumbnail. Yeah. Um, and they, they basically break down everything that went wrong from an engineering perspective and why, if they had just spent a little bit more money, had a little bit more regulation or uh, sought to complete the project with the good of the public in mind, instead of the good of the shareholders, mm -hmm. uh, things would not have catastrophically failed as catastrophically as they did. Oh yeah. And so uh, the, the one that I, I went and found was the one from uh, uh, three mile Island. I picked that one cause it was, it's only about an hour. It's one of their shorter videos. Mm -hmm. um one of the shorter episodes i guess uh because you can you can find it in any podcast catcher but they're uh as far as i understand pr primarily a youtube podcast because uh the 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 main host likes to take and draw diagrams and and go through a slideshow to explain everything that's gone wrong and, and they why. do a really they do a really good job at uh at, at simplifying and breaking down all of the concepts that they're talking about yes i love the description of how a nuclear uh Reactor works. It was incredible. You just, you just you take spicy rocks. Yeah. They generate bubbles, mm -hmm. and the bubbles uh, go into a fan that's wired backwards and plugged into a wall, so that it generates electricity. Yeah. Which yeah isn't wrong. No, that's exactly. It, I'd <laughs> argue that it's exactly right. <laughs> oh gosh, but this one's about Three Mile Island in, in I believe, North Carolina. Um, is it North Carolina or it's, I think it was Pennsylvania. Okay. I, I, they mentioned Pennsylvania a lot, but for some reason I always thought it was in North Carolina that this thing happened. <sighs> I must be confusing it with some other nuclear meltdown, but, um, yeah, cause they, they did talk about like Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Didn't they? Um, yeah. Let's see here. Regardless. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Pennsylvania. Sorry. Anyone listening who is who is remotely engaged with the world should have heard of a Three Mile Island disaster, uh, regardless of 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 you know the fact that it's in Pennsylvania. So I, I wanted to pick it because it's it should be familiar to everybody, generally speaking, and also it's one of their shorter ones. But mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I just I really enjoyed it. I'm a big proponent of nuclear energy. I I think that that's yeah, you know. At at the bare minimum, it is an excellent stopgap between uh, fossil fuels and uh, renewable energy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and at most, I I think it's what we should be using going forward. I I actually renewables are fantastic. We should use as much of them as we can. Uh, uh, the the updates to nuclear technology that have happened in the last three or four decades are so unbelievably Wild. incredible yeah mm -hmm. that we should absolutely be converting our whole grid over to that i'm 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 a huge proponent of it i really believe strongly in it um it's it's safer than it's ever been um i know that's hard you know maybe we've got some people who grew up in the uh the uh flash and duck era of of school shooting drills mm -hmm. um <laughs> which maybe is not as funny as it should be yeah to I, me agreed um but uh yeah so anyway uh it's so, really good i really liked it but yeah what do you, what do you what, what's your take 
Uh, so I did. I also really enjoyed it. Um, you know, we we both have backgrounds in um, engineering, and you know, some of our really close friends are are engineers. Um, and so, and, and I think that you know, uh, throughout schooling, especially since that was something that I was so driven towards, uh, it, it the mindset makes quite a bit of sense to me. So, like going through and breaking thing all all of these things down from an engineering perspective really works for me. Um, one of the things that I found most fascinating during the um, during their conversation about Three Mile Island was. Um, not just the catastrophe here, but catastrophes that happened elsewhere regarding nuclear power plants, specifically like Chernobyl or, um, oh, fuck, what was the one that happened in Japan that I should know off the top of my head? Uh, Fukushima. Yeah, Fukushima. Um, and, uh, and these were always just like things that I remember from like history class or like learning about and like learning about these like catastrophic meltdowns and you know the consequences thereof uh but the thing that they definitely don't teach you is like why did these things melt down right and the reason that they melt down is because of gross mismanagement involving the people who are constructing it cutting corners in construction and uh paying people garbage and so and then like not putting any safety measures in so that or or taking lax uh, measures whenever it comes to safety like with the Fukushima thing uh, or meltdown they built a um, a seawall that was like I think it was either like half the size or a quarter of the size of like the air quotes like industry standard or like the, the, the like average size seawall that uh, most like seaside reactors were using <laughs> And yeah, it's so, a seawall. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine. You only need, you know, half a seawall. You know, that's better than no seawall, I've always said. Right. And uh <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like the reason why these things melt down is because people just were fucking greedy assholes and they didn't give a fuck. And so yeah, like yeah, of course whenever you're dealing with something that, you know, effectively could turn into a bomb <laughs> or, you know, at the very least, like uh a giant dome of radiation that will turn people into gummy bears um certainly uh, a, a town not, destroying not disaster yeah not not probably something that we shouldn't be letting uh capitalists or you know uh tycoons being in charge of right. or any anyone maybe these anyone... should be public utility things that have you know standard metrics that are used across the entire industry and not just yep. you know a bunch of proprietary shit yep 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 <laughs> Uh, proprietary shit's bad actually yeah. most yeah. of the time yeah yeah. <sighs> yeah yeah like it's 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 fine for cereal sure but sure. like but like when it comes to this kind of stuff like uh, maybe grow up yeah maybe yeah. maybe maybe you're not the center of the world anyway uh yeah i really enjoyed it and uh there was something i was going to say that wasn't just me being a dick uh what was it i did also well while you're Stewing yeah. on that, uh, I also rather enjoyed uh, the whole cast. Uh, what is it like three, four people or or so? I think it's uh, three, and sometimes they have three a people. Guest. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
yeah, very funny lot. Um, it was funny. It was interesting. It was engaging. Um, and like I said, like they, they did a good job at not just using just straight up jargon the entire time. So, excuse me. So you had no idea what they were talking about. Um, and yeah, so because they were able to break it down so well and, and convey it in such a um, solid manner. Yeah, it, it really helped everything shape up quite well. Quite well. Yeah, they do. They do a really well, really good job. A really well job, he says. Uh, uh, one of the guys, the who I presume is just the colored commentary guy. Um, I thought he and I could have probably been best friends. I think probably. Uh, uh, fa- famously, I'm sure. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. I feel terrible, but I can't remember any other names. They're just, they have very forgettable names for some reason. There's your problem. I know, like, uh, the, uh, I think she's a trans woman, Alice. Mm-hmm. Non- non-binary, I think, but... Oh, I don't... She okay. said non- non-binary in the episode. I don't know if the... Gotcha. You know, I don't know. I, well, that's what... I, I, so what I feel like is that there's a, a cis guy, a trans woman, and a non-binary person. And I, but I'm not 100% sure of that. But that would, I mean, that would have the whole spectrum covered, yeah. which is great. But yeah. Yeah. I don't mm. know. I honestly don't know. I feel bad that I don't know. Uh, uh, kind of surprised that there's not more, like... Like a wiki about them, at yeah. least. Yeah. Hmm. So, well, I just... In, the, in the, the, the channel thumbnail, they've got uh, a gray nondescript blob... A guy with a beard and a red shirt and a gal who looks like she's wearing a babushka and a dress. Nice. Yeah, that covers the whole array. I think that's all three. I think that's it. But uh, I really enjoy them. Uh, I like their sense of humor. Um, I also... Now, I will say, I I was listening. They had a a 9-11 one about the, the Pentagon. Mm-hmm. On on nine eleven, and um, I, it wasn't entirely disrespectful. I'm sure it was a little disrespectful because they're you know they make jokes and stuff. Um, but uh, where was I going with that? Oh. oh, they did like a news roundup at the beginning of it, and all I could think was, why? <laughs> but I just I I personally like uh, really tight you know short information you know i don't i don't want the news roundup thing for a a show like this sure sure but a catholic a jew and a muslim walk into a bar which was supporting a bridge to record a podcast join (laughs) hosts justin Roz rosniak liam anderson and alice caldwell kelly for a special live recording of well there's your problem there you go justin liam and alice are their names uh, they're great. You can find them on YouTube. You can find them on any podcast catcher you like. Apparently, you can go see them in, at comedy clubs when COVID's not a thing. That's very dope. If they're ever in the area or if we're ever in their area, I'd love, right? to, I would, uh, love same. to check them out. Same. I, and I think we'd well, get along with them well. I think so as well. I'm also particularly uh, fond of the fact. So I, after much digging on the internet, I found their Patreon, uh, which I guess probably... Yeah, mild amount of digging. Anyway, uh, found out that they th- the three of them have uh, Twitter handles. I'm not going to throw them out here, but um, 
uh, one of them uh, is definitely suspended on Twitter right now, which is incredible. <laughs> I don't know what I'm, I'm, I really want to know what, the story that led to this. I'm sure that's God. The problem with Twitter is it could be anything. Yeah, exactly. It, it, could, it could be. It could be. They tweeted something about like cats only have 15 whiskers mm-hmm. and like a, a thousand fascists reported them or something. Yeah. But who knows? I mean, it probably wasn't that. They probably told someone to K-word somebody in Minecraft. But... (laughs) 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 Or something along those lines. Yeah. Uh, I hope that doesn't turn anybody off of our show. But but yeah, so anyway, if you like civil engineering disasters and uh, learning about why they happen and, and figuring out the root causes of why they continue to happen... Uh, it's a great podcast. It's really good for that. Um, it's one of the things I'm, I'm just, I'm deeply interested in is like the root causes of things. Like if we could, if we could just solve the problem at the core of the, 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 the issue, then, then we won't have the issue in the future. It's really, it's, yeah, yeah. seems simple to me. I don't know. I don't know. It's, you know, like a lot of people say things like, like we can't have universal healthcare because Americans are, are too fat. And I'm like, Americans are too fat because they don't get to talk to their doctors enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I... Or, or maybe... have the amount of education required to know how to properly sure. take care of the body. Sure. Or uh, Yes. Access yes. to there, health. There, access there to fresh, healthy food. I don't yeah. know. There, I don't there. know. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have to be everything. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, maybe... Uh, maybe we could do things that would support each other and a, a rising tide would lift all ships. That's all. That's all I'm really saying. You yeah. know? And, nah. you know, and maybe, we keep, maybe we keep the tides low if we I don't know, did something to stop the ice caps from melting. I, I don't know. I, we we wouldn't just, have this I'm problem out there. if ice caps pulled themselves up by their own bootstraps. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just, just putting that out there. You know, if ice caps were as motivated to profit as as Jeff as Bezos. Jeff Bezos. <laughs> There'd be ice caps fucking everywhere. They, launch, a, they just a, launch themselves into space. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> We're actually sending our ice to other to like Mars. Perfect. Oh gosh. Yeah, we didn't need well, the that's Arctic anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, who needs that it? Was the you know what the Arctic is? It's just it's the bear circle. It is. You know, it is. that's for those of you who don't know, that's actually the etymology. Uh, the Arctic Circle is where the bears are. The Antarctic Circle is where the bears are not. That is true. So, fun fact. Thanks. But Latin? I, I actually don't know if it's Latin or Greek or Germanic. Uh, it's Latin or it's, Greek. It's definitely one of the three. But really that was our due review. <laughs> So we'll uh, we'll post a link to that episode in the uh, in the doobly doo. Um, it is good. It is really good. It's it's I don't know. I can't I can't sing their praises enough without without I don't even know what I want to say. It's so. Greek. Nice. You'd think I'd know that, but I only studied Koine. <laughs> I don't I don't think there are any bears in the uh, New Testament. Yeah, they're they're famously strictly I, Old Testament creatures. They are, they are, famously they are in the yeah. Old Testament. Uh, the dinosaurs, yeah. 
I can't. I feel bad because it's either Elijah or Elisha. Uh, yeah, yeah. You said teenagers, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. So. Yay. Anyway, do we do? Is there a? Is there an outro from the do review? I can't. It's been a long time since we've done a do review. We'll put the outro here. Uh, hey Joe. Yes. Hey, um, you want to talk about our boys over at waywardraven.com? Oh, ASAP and Mark? My guys! They're fantastic. You know it's it's my favorite place to go for swag and gear and comic books and and sweet merch. Uh, What's your favorite thing over at waywardraven.com? Uh, probably one of their comic books like, uh, the ascendant or Signed. Mm-hmm. And where could we go to see those things? You could find them over at waywardraven.com. And let's say that you wanted to get a certain amount of money off your order. Ooh. What if we had like a promo code or something? If there were such a promo code and I'm not saying there's not, it would be neckbeard. I like it. So go to waywardraven.com, put in a hypothetical promo code neckbeard, get a certain amount off your order of sweet merch and support our guys. You won't regret it. Neat. Nice. Nice. And then then there were none. none. So uh, how, how far into Archer have you gotten? Uh, so just to make sure that I wasn't watching the wrong season, uh, season 12 is the newest season in Archer, correct? I believe so. Fucking great. Then with that being said, I managed to binge all of it today while I was playing at Stellaris. Nice. Very nice. Uh, fucking juicy. Very good. Uh, yeah. I thought the... Uh, overall story, uh, you know, it's it's just kind of, you know, hectic and all over the place to begin with, but I thought that uh, there was um, there was more nuance and like depth to their story this season, yeah. as far as I have, like, noticed in terms of, like, comparable seasons, instead of it just being, you know, a funny, witty spy show, um, which it does very well most of the time. Um, to like actually having messages and stories and and like really interesting angles. Um, mm-hmm. So I thought that was very cool. Um, yeah. Well, and I and I gotta say, so like, uh, sorry, I just gotta, I gotta, no, <laughs> I gotta look at the seasons real quick. Um, when is it he goes into a coma? Is that the end of season seven? Uh, yeah. I think it is. So, like, I would say, like, seasons one through six, classic Archer. Mm-hmm. Great mm-hmm. show. Uh, fun shenanigans. They go to space. They fight robots. They fight androids. It's a, it's a fun, uh, sexy spy show that's just, it's riddled with really, really smart references to things. It's fantastic. Then in season seven, it's like they suddenly are like, ah, shit, we got to do something, but I don't know what. So let's just kill him at the end of the season and then we'll figure it out. 
<laughs> so at the end of season seven, they they shoot him, and he is in a coma for I believe seasons eight, nine, and ten. Yeah, and each of those seasons is his own like coma fever dream, and they're all wonderful in their own way, but they're like missing something. But it's not Archer. Like I mean, it's not Archer it, it, exactly. They are they are very good in their own rights. They're yeah. very funny. It's yeah. just n- not. Archer. It's something made by the same studio with the same cast, and it's you know very similar in feel, but like, well it's just like yeah, yeah, it's just not Archer, but yeah, it, it is good stuff. Yeah, it's well, it's like um, uh, yeah, it's it's almost like it's like eating at a, uh, it's like eating chicken at Taco Bell. Sure. Have you you know that it's approximately sandwiches? chicken. You know that it's yeah, well, chicken you, adjacent. Right. Well, you you know that it's just the KFC. <laughs> Uh, little snack, chicken snackers, sandwiches repurposed onto uh, uh, a taco shell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's different. It's different. It's now it's 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 that chicken in a taco instead of in a sandwich, and and covered in the uh, the spicy potato sauce instead of the uh, uh, Nashville hot chicken sauce. Like it's it's the same it's the same meat, but it's it's different. But, yeah, yeah, but it, it it definitely was losing steam for me. And then in season eleven, uh, he comes back to the team and he has to like work to reset the team by destroying them, <laughs> which is which is fun to watch, but deeply unsatisfying because it's it's so interesting to see all the character growth that happened without him. Yeah, and then the admission at the end that it's like, no, the thing that makes the show interesting is how horrible we all are. Because I'm around to give you the excuse to be terrible to each other. Like Archer is around to be to sure, give them yeah, all the yeah, excuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so it it sort of resets everything for season 11. And you, you're left wondering, is it going to go back to how good it used to be? Or is it going to continue to limp along with this feeling of not really knowing where they're going to go next? Right. And I got to say, uh, season 12 so far has really brought it back. Uh, it's it's really refreshing and, and great. Yeah, I've, I've I, really enjoyed it so far. And I agree. I think it's gone deeper. I think it's been smarter. Um, it's been fantastic. I really have enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I also, who's the, who's the, who's the voice of Lana's husband? Uh, oh gosh. I don't, oh man, that's a good question. He's in fucking everything. Are Surely that'll bring up something on the Google machine. Uh, Robert, here we go. Who the fuck's Robert played by? Anyway, uh, I thought... Steven Tobolowski. Tobolowski? Tobolowski? Sure, I'll allow it. Uh, yeah, I thought he was particularly funny uh, in, in the show. Uh, I... Uh, it's it's interesting. Like I said, yeah, yeah, it it is much more. Um, I I guess th- there are messages in the show, which I thought was interesting because before the show was just something that you would just sit and watch and laugh at because you know, Will House was doing you know eating spider webs again, or you know, Archer was feeding whiskey to the wee baby Seamus, but right. Uh, yeah, it's interesting to watch it actually grow and seem to like. Uh, have a semblance of you know some sort of 
idea of what they're doing this season. Not that, you know, some of the seasons necessarily before fell apart, but like we said, there was just that that, that kind of disconnect between... Yeah, season. it was like just, it was directionless fun. Sure, 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 sure. Which is fine, which is fine. Uh, who doesn't like directionless fun from time to time? I, myself, love to take a paintball gun, fill it with paintballs, and fire it indiscriminately into a crowd mm-hmm. of other paintballers, mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. clear. Uh, a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Uh, nobody really gets hurt. You know, a good time is usually had by all. Uh, but my team never wins. So I think this is an important follow-up question. Um, you know, kind of tagging on that a little bit. Uh, if Krieger walked up to you and just offered you some drugs that he whipped up in his lab, God. would you take them? <laughs> I honestly, I hate that I have to do this. I honestly have to say no. Yeah. <laughs> because it seems like a third of the time, he's the only human being for whom they work. Yeah, yeah. And everyone else dies. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> and those odds aren't good enough for me. <laughs> they aren't great odds. Now, if They're Lucky not- Yates walked up to me, the voice actor of, <laughs> of Algernop Krieger, uh, great name. One of the great names of, of uh, animation. Uh, yeah, of animation characters. Any fiction character, yeah. Yeah. Give me, give me Krieger or give me death. Uh, but if Lucky Yates wanted to hang out and he happened to have some tabs of acid, I would absolutely do acid with Lucky Yates. <laughs> I love that guy. I've loved him since I saw him in uh, Good Eats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the answer is yes for science, but you're, you're not wrong in the fact that <laughs> Those odds aren't in anybody's favor. Right. Uh, Just Krieger's, because when you die, he gets to improve his product. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Until his product takes over the air conditioning system. (laughs) And turns off life support to the office that is somehow airtight? (laughs) Well, yeah. You know, it's baffling. Science. Look, you do want that in your spy office. Because how else are you going to get how else are you going to make sure no one poisons you from the outside? And how else are you going to have complete control of the inside of the building in case you need it for some reason? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Nonsense. Such a nonsense show. I love it so much. Do you have any favorite seasons since we had kind of, kind of went back and talked about you know, some of the, the other seasons? Oh. <clears throat> Probably. I got to go back and look real quick. Yes. Any favorite episodes or something like that? Uh, yeah. Any, any, season, any favorites I, or highlights? I believe that season four is my favorite season. Just yeah. in general. And it, it starts off with uh, uh, season four, episode one, Fugue and Riffs. <laughs> and it's the episode that starts. It's a cold open. And Archer, who is voiced by H. John Benjamin, is playing Bob from Bob's oh, Burgers God, in the Archer style that. animation. Yeah. <laughs> That was very funny. That was yeah. very funny. Bobby, uh, how do you know how to do that? Bobby, you speak Russian? Yeah. I don't know, a... Linda. <laughs> <laughs> so good. That was a great pro- great crossover. Very smart of the the writers to to do, I guess. The, the papal chase yeah. at the end of the season with uh 
with uh, 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 Woodhouse as a dead ringer for the Pope, so they switch him out. <laughs> and he's uh, dope sick the whole time because he's a uh, heroin addict. Fucking incredible. Sorry, that should not be that funny. It's we have a serious fun. opioid crisis in this country. Fucking incredible. Uh, oh. Uh, what about you? Um. Oh fuck! I'm trying to think. Of, I, I'm a sucker for most of the earlier, um, most of the earlier seasons. Um, I don't know what, what which episodes have Babu in them. Is it Babu? Yeah, the ocelot, the fucking ocelot. <laughs> it just comes and pisses on everything, fucks some people up, and then leaves. I think it's season incredible. two, episode ten. That's not right. Has Babu uh, uh, incredible stuff. Where is the uh... season two? Is absolutely fire. The Devil Deuce, one of the, my favorite episodes, being you know a Woodhouse centric episode. Yes, I, the Devil Deuce is really good. I it's uh, a shame that his voice actor died. Yeah, uh, before he could have. I would have loved just a Woodhouse episode. Oh yeah. I mean, and that's that's pretty close to what the double deuce it's was. It very was, close. It wasn't, but like it was very close. It was Woodhouse centric <laughs> for sure. Yeah, but I mean, you get all of the the classic stuff in there. Uh, Barry's in there. Uh, Tatiana's in there. Uh, the wee baby Seamus. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's everybody being funny in full swing. Uh, Absolutely. It's it's real, real, real good stuff. Really we haven't gotten into Archer Vice yet, which is fine, but it's it's where the show really starts to lose its way, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's what season five, something like that. Yeah, yeah. which is I, it's a fun season. I'm not I'm not saying it's not a fun season, but it does lose its way. Yeah, but but yeah. Uh, what was another great one? Um, I, sorry, I'm I'm really stuck on season four here. It's got uh, Unshien Tangerine with the dog. <laughs> God, it's just so good. Oh, uh, Lord. I'm trying to think of other favorites, other favorite episodes. There are so many. Every once in a while, I just get an itch for one of them, and I'll go back and watch it. Like, not any specific one, just any of them. <laughs> is, I just realized, and I don't know if this is just the pilot. I don't feel like I've seen this episode. Uh, so season one, it says on IMDb, season one, episode zero is called Archersaurus. And it's just like, I, here's, I don't think I've seen it either. Here's a velociraptor and a fucking black turtle net. And, <laughs> and I feel like this is game changing. And I'm sure that I've never seen this before. What's going on here? It's outstanding. I can't believe I've never seen it. So, but I also love to bring it back to season eleven. Uh, Buff uh, Cecil mm-hmm. is oh, yeah. so hilarious. Oh yeah, yeah. Cecil I, Cecil is a constant source of fucking yeah. Jeff, uh, what's his, what is his name? Why can't I remember his name all of a sudden? The voice actor for for Cecil and Jerry. No shit. Uh, uh, Chris Barnell. Yes. Why did I think his name Chris was Barnell. Jeff? I think Chris and Jeff he looks are just like names a Jeff. that rhyme. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah, Chris, Jeff, yeah, they get it yeah. all the time. Yeah, not they don't rhyme in like the rhyming sense. They rhyme in their spiritual sense. <laughs> it's a spiritual <laughs> rhyme. Yeah. Like physics yeah. and poetry. It's yeah, exactly. It rhymes. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, George Lucas. <laughs> it's you see it rhymes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I said like, that way too. Like, you see it rhymes. You see it rhymes. <laughs> you see Jar Jar is at the center of all of it. <laughs> oh, could have been your granddad. Yeah, yeah. What can you do? Other Can't than... decide if that's a bullet dodged or a bullet caught. Uh it's tough. a bullet caught, but you know. Tough to say. Yeah. But uh gosh. I'm trying to think of other great things. Uh who's your favorite character? Oh shit. Um man, that's that's tough. I I feel like in terms of antics. I most enjoy um, Archer and Krieger. Um, they're Agreed. at no point in time not funny to watch. Uh, Cheryl, I think, is also just like a constant because she's the wild card, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. the wildest of cards. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, I don't know. There's not. There's definitely not a bad character on the show. I no, that, not a single one. But I, I think that man. You know what? Fuck it. Mallory Archer. Yeah, she's really good. Yeah. That's a solid answer. Yeah, Mallory Archer. I was I was sad. I was sad to realize that um God, what is his name? The uh uh, I I would have to also go in the exact order that you just went. I would have said almost exactly the same thing. I think I think Krieger is fantastic. I think Krieger is probably my actual favorite character. I just enjoy. Fantastic. Yeah, you always, whenever he's in a scene, you know you're going to laugh. Mm-hmm. There's going to be something. It's <laughs> probably going to be something that you feel bad about laughing about. Yeah, probably. Well, except for today in, in the episode that came out this morning uh, and or this, I don't actually know what time they come out. I just know they air on Thursdays. And so I watch it on Hulu. Um. <laughs> So throughout throughout the series, he is notorious for saying smoke bomb and then just running away without throwing a smoke bomb. Yes. In the episode that came out today, someone actually throws a smoke bomb and he goes, that's way more effective than just saying smoke yeah, bomb. I saw that. <laughs> oh, man. Like Krieger, you goon. It's oh, a, it's so funny. It's very funny. Very oh, funny. and then I also agree. I think Archer is fantastic. I think his 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 literary references are just always on point oh yeah i just i love that i and and i also oh one of my favorite cheryl uh god i can't remember which episode it was but uh i can't remember who was talking oh uh okay so it was while they were on the plane on the gold hawk uh and um ray was trying to get to sleep just took a bunch of Xanax, just had a couple of cocktails, trying yeah. to get to sleep on the plane. <laughs> and Cheryl, like, says a handful of things, like, just in a calm, soothing, like, lulling tone until he's just about to sleep. And then starts screaming in his fucking ear. And he says, uh, why are you the devil? And she quotes <laughs> Milton back at him, which I thought was, like, yeah. hilarious better to reign in hell than to serve in heaven and i was like yeah. what the fuck <laughs> i 
All right. It's so good. Cool. All the characters are so well read. They just pull that out of nowhere, like pocket sand. Yeah. Oh, it's the best. It's the best. And that's, that's why Cheryl has had got to be up there too. Or Carol or Crystal or whoever yeah. she is. In this whatever. Week. Yeah. Uh, Pam is fantastic. And then, yeah, I got to say Mallory Archer is great. The only person who I, I like, I really like Lana Kane. She's a great character. But she's such a foil to like everybody else that it's like, um, you know, how in community, you kind of start to hate Britta after a while because they deliberately make her the buzzkill. Sure, 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 That's sure. kind of Lana. Uh, I think she's fantastic and she's much better in the earlier seasons for some reasons. And she's much better in the late later seasons for some reasons. But I don't know. It's been weird lately. But yeah, Mallory Archer. And, you know, I got to pour one out for uh, is it Jessica Walter? Yeah uh what uh what a devastating loss to the oh, comedy truly. world that was and yeah, um truly. this this final if if uh, th- this is her final season of archer um and i think it's really done her a good service mm-hmm. so far i the episode where she's like sexy uh uh what is it um cat suit lady again oh, yeah i thought that yeah. was very funny and also uh like man i don't know how to say this without coming off really weird go go Um, on it it does the thing that this show does of walking that line of being uh being really sexy without while also making you feel creepy about it sure oh yeah but but not in the way of big mouth where it tries to do that, but makes you uh, feel like you're a criminal. It, yeah, gives you very valid reasons you, of why you should right. feel the way. Because you're you actually go. you actually kind of are a criminal for for being turned on by Big Mouth. But uh, anyway, it's weird. It's a weird show, and I think it's fantastic. Uh, Lana, uh, not Lana, Mallory Archer is is wonderful. It's it's this show's not. Man, this show suffered when Woodhouse died. Mm. I have no idea how they're going to go on without Mallory. Yeah, yeah, I'm absolutely with you. It's that's like you said. And if they do, if they try to do some some Arrested Development bullshit, where they just bring in some other actress and pretend that she was like sent back in time or something, yeah, I'll stop watching after one yeah. season. I will give it one season. Of I'll give. <laughs> No, I'll give it a couple of episodes. Uh, so yeah, if it doesn't hold my interest, I'll I'll be done. Yeah, fuck them. Like a Thanksgiving turkey. <sighs> Good Bob's Burgers reference. Not really. It was Makes definitely no a a reference to something. Joe, what are you geeking on this week? I hate to say it. Oh fuck. But what I am geeking on this week... No. All right. So what I'm actually excited about this week is uh, I've really enjoyed the episodes of It Could Happen Here. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I, we've, we've been trying in our garden to do permaculture. Um, and this year, it didn't go so great. Um, just we... After the deer ate our stuff the fourth time, we just kind of gave up. Sure. Uh, so next year... Maybe we'll care a little bit more, but I I thought it was really cool this week to to learn about gorilla gardening and oh, yeah. topsoil conservation and creation and DIY skills. I, I think that's wonderful. That's that's 
um, no matter what side of the political spectrum you find yourself on, I, I think it's very important to, to find your own food sources and, and build your, your cabinet of, of things that you can eat and um, abilities that you have. Uh, you know, ev- everyone should know how to sew. Everyone should know how to do laundry. Everyone should know how to, how to make it without electricity or whatever. Um, I thought it was fantastic. Um, yeah. Uh, but the the thing that got the most of my attention this week, in reality, is uh, Facebook has invented its own version of TikTok, right? Called called Reels, Facebook mm-hmm. Reels, mm-hmm. and uh, and because I don't have to log into anything else, uh, I just scroll through it for hours, and I hate that. I hate it so much. It's terrible. It's it, uh, pretty. Rough. It is a. It is like the perfect Skinner's box of just like I press the button and the dopamine machine goes burr. <sighs> so don't yeah. love that. Gotta gotta quit that. And uh, next week I'm going camping, so I'm I'll be away. From oh, there you that. go. That'll be fun. That'll help. That'll help. I'll have That'll the uh, the motivation of not eating up my data. Yeah, that so, will, that will certainly help. Touch yeah. grass. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to touching some grass. Rubbing my face in some dirt, maybe. I mean that literally. That's not some weird euphemism. Oh but. yeah. Um, I digress. What are you geeking on this week? Ah oh, shit. Well, uh, Stellaris for sure. Um, have been like I said, going back through that, and that's been quite a bit of fun. Uh, I also on my Switch recently downloaded. Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Academy, Ooh. which is a game that came out many moons ago, many, many moons ago, and you get to make your own little Jedi, and you're running around and like, post-episode six, and you're like, Luke's Jedi Academy is being formed, and the New Republic's doing stuff in the background, and... You just go and fuck around, and there's tons of this bunch of different missions, and it's solid gameplay. Um, it's 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 a good old Star Wars game, um, and the fact that it's on the Switch now and uh, it, it plays pretty well on there, handles pretty well on there. Um, so yeah, no, it was really fun to kind of you know get back into that. I like I said, it's probably been like a decade at least since I've touched that game. Nice. Um, so very cool, very fun stuff. Very fantastic. Fun stuff. I gotta say, uh, there's something wonderful about the resurgence of old games. Oh yeah, well, I really enjoy. like bringing old games to consoles that you can <clears throat> play them on in the modern era. Yeah, because I mean, can't can't fucking find a. I guess I don't know. It probably came out for a PlayStation One. I'm sure I could pl- find a PlayStation One, but. Right, you can come the over. Amount of effort mind. required to find a PlayStation One and that game, set it all up, and then play it, seems yeah. absorbently high in well, the 21st century for a game that's like <laughs> 20 years old. I will throw this out there: if you can find the game, all you have to do is come to my house because I have a PlayStation One and it's very easy to set up. I will fucking consider <laughs> that. I will absolutely consider <laughs> that. So I also have a PlayStation Two, but I do not have a PlayStation Three. No. It's the only one I don't have. But I don't need it. I don't really want yeah. it. I never yeah. played it. It was never nostalgic for me. You were missing out on anything. Yeah, I didn't think so. But well, it felt I, like the one to skip. 
if you like what you heard, you should give us five stars. And on like tell us what I- classic game you hope will be on your Nintendo Switch. Yeah, it's a good one. Good one. You give us five yeah. stars and stuff. Yeah, do it. The five stars is the most important part, especially if you're on the uh, the purple app. Yeah, but if on you're not the, on the on purple the app, phone. if you're on one of like the blue apps or something, you can find us by searching Geekcast Live. Yeah, and then you can message us and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and if you want to give us money for these things, uh, so we can maybe do more stuff, and you know, like uh, maybe maybe you really like Rob and I discussing stuff. We've mm-hmm. we've talked about maybe doing our own spinoff show for things. I sure. I don't know. Maybe we could do that if we could afford to uh, to do this a couple times a week instead well, of just once. Pay attention. Yeah. You know, yeah. So uh, maybe. Maybe you go to patreon.com slash geekcast live and uh, throw us a couple coins. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe, maybe put some, some money in the machine and the podcast machine will go burr. Exactly right. And yeah. if you want to get things for making the machine go burr, you can do so at gcl.threadless.com. That's gcl.threadless.com. And... That's all things. Also, go check us out at violentpress.com. I made that website. Do it. Also, if you need more of me, go to This Freaking Show. Yeah. It's thisfreakingshow.com. No, it's probably .podbean.com. I don't remember what it is. I feel bad about that. Google it. Yeah, but it's fun. We have a good time over there. Yeah. Uh, That's all I got. Fuck you. Goodbye. Bye. Go away. Ron DeSantis' house. Call your grandparents. Tell them you love them. Hey, everybody. As always, we want to give a special shout out and extra thanks to all of our Patreon supporters, backers, friends, family, the people that prop up this monster. Uh, You know who you are, but we want to give you a shout out anyway. Our boy, Sam Ulstercaster, uh, Popcap Williams. Danger Johnson, Dave the Fish, my man Fans, my man Rondo, Brandon Rust, Kelly Shuttlewood, uh, the Poly Nerds, Lada Bartova, Mungo Jerry, the K-Man, Jesse G. Letourneau, all of our friends, Dave Chappelle, not that Dave Chappelle, 1P, 1L, uh, Blaster Man Rodriguez, Three Finger Emily, um, who else we got? Somebody said, well, yeah, old Blimpy, Clamperman, coming in hot, hot route. Thanks to all you guys and more. We appreciate it. Uh, we couldn't do this uh, C-graded product without you. Thanks so much. Grab Peppy G. Snarkle flap. And the hoozy.
motherfucker!